0: Hey team, how you doing? Just before we kick off this week's podcast, I want to touch base on a big thing that Ride Forever are doing right now. We all know that Ride Forever courses are massively subsidised. It usually costs you about 50 bucks to do a Ride Forever course, which is about $300 worth of training. Huge, huge discount. But right now, if you go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas, you can get a Ride Forever course for 20 bucks. What a stocking stuffer idea. Even if you don't ride, buy one for a mate. Buy one for somebody else who likes to ride. It's a massive day out. It's a whole lot of fun. You can kickstart your summer riding with a Ride Forever course... And maybe even pick up a few skills along the way. Worst case scenario, you have a fun day out on two wheels with like minded people, you might meet some new mates. So get yourself a Ride Forever course for just $20 between now and Christmas Day. If you're listening to this podcast after Christmas, sorry, the deal is done. But right now, if you go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas, you can grab, grab yourself a Ride Forever course for 20 bucks. Doesn't matter what course it is either. can we put towards a bronze a silver a gold whatever you like just go there grab yourself a ride forever course for twenty dollars and have an absolute blast eight hours on your bike riding some roads that you might not have ridden before and maybe even pick up some skills as i said get amongst that one more time rideforever.co.nz forward slash christmas and thanks to ride forever for bringing you this podcast And welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast, made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name is Ray Heron. How you doing? Great to have you along on the uh, the, the the downhill slope to the end of the year. It's a bit scary to think about right now, but we are. We're not that far from the end of the year, and our episodes for the rest of 2021 are numbered. One event that we were looking forward to going to at the start of December was the Suzuki Coast to Coast run by the Woodville Lions. Himatangi to Woodville to Hokitio akitio that place on the east coast of the lower north island unfortunately that's been cancelled more information on that very shortly we're going to dive into my review of the suzuki v-strom 1050xt as well this episode and a couple of other sneaky wee bits and pieces but um yeah the woodville lions coast to coast ride cancelled well not quite cancelled technically postponed the Woodville Lions Coast to Coast is uh, sponsored by Suzuki it's a staple of the early riding summer season uh, for you know Wellington, uh, to North, Lower North Island riders uh, and it's usually it starts at Himatangi on the uh, west coast and goes through to North through Woodville tacks on to the end of the uh, the Christmas parade in Woodville and then uh, on to Akiti on the east coast and it's a it's a lovely beautiful bit of road Uh, a great ride and it raises money for the Palmerston North Rescue Helicopter. They released a uh, a press release. Uh, Unfortunately, the 2021 event has been postponed due to uncertainty with the COVID-19 alert levels they're very disappointed to announce that it has been postponed it was meant to be held on saturday 11th of december and uh, it's too difficult to hold an event with uncertainty as to what the alert levels are going to be doing the woodville christmas parade is also being cancelled it is possible they may be able to hold the event in the new year when we are back to alert level one or Green light, or whatever the, the system is at the time, and uh, they'll keep us posted on that. So we'll share that information with you as soon as it comes to hand. They go on to say that the best way to help make sure that the event can be run and that your friends and family are all safe is to get vaccinated. I'm not going to get political on it, that's just what they say. So, um, more information on that at motonz.com. Other events that have been shuffled, of course, the uh, Marugazi tiki tour was meant to be held uh, was well, meant to be held a few times this year, but it keeps getting bumped. It is now in February. More information at Moto Tiki Tour on Facebook. Search it out or you can go to uh, MotoNZ.com as I said. Now on the recent ride around the top of the south that we didn't get to do the Molesworth on, we uh, tested out the Cardo Packtalk Bold again. I'll bring you more thoughts on that straight after this story on one of the bikes we were riding, the Suzuki V-Strom 1050 XT. (laughs) The 2020 Suzuki V-Strom 1050 XT. I'm going to start by saying this bike for me was a massive surprise. I think mainly because they've always been around. As far as I can tell, it's the third generation, the third iteration of the V-Strom, and it's basically using the same engine, tweaked and fettled slightly each time. Because Suzuki have chosen to refine rather than rewrite the big bore V-Strom, it doesn't get as much fanfare and acclaim as it possibly deserves. But more on this later. It runs a 19 inch front, 17 inch rear, both tubeless spoked wheels. The MY 2020 Suzuki V Strom XT is set up for adventure touring. It loves to pound the highway and will do so all day, but it's just as happy to barrel down a gravel road. The power plant is a 1037cc V-twin set up to meet Euro 5 emission standards. It's got 106 horsepower, 75 foot-pounds of torque, a 6-speed transmission. The seat is adjustable, but from factory comes in at 33.7 inches off the ground. Other stats include 6.3 inches of travel front and rear, 43mm inverted fully adjustable forks, a 20 litre fuel tank, and it weighs in at 235kgs wet. The Vstrom 1050 also has some awesome electronics. Suzuki have stopped short of giving it complete rider modes, but they do give you three sliding scales, meaning you can set the bike up just how you like it. Suzuki calls it SDMS, which is essentially a throttle map A, B and C, four levels of traction control and two levels of ABS. The bike also has a hydraulic clutch and ride-by-wire throttle, meaning it has cruise control, which for me was an absolute win. Fuel economy. The bike arrived full and I burnt through the first tank in about 280km. Suzuki recommends running the bike on premium 95 octane fuel. At first fill up, the gauge was showing 0 kilometres to empty, but the bike only took 17 litres. The V-Strom 1050 is equipped with a 20 litre fuel tank, so there's obviously a 3 litre reserve. Tell you what though, This came with an eye-watering price tag of almost $50. A few years ago when I started commuting, I was doing 250km per tank, and it would cost me about $25 a tank to fill the bike. These days, it's costing me about $30 to $35 a week, and I'm doing 300km to a tank of 91 in a Tenere 700. This is quite a jump in running costs from $35 a week to $45 a week for the same distance. However, I'm hoping the less than average fuel economy is down to the engine in the V-Strom being very tight and brand new. On the open road, the V-Strom more than matched its competition with similar sized engines in the fuel economy stakes. Let's talk ergonomics. With the seat in high mode, the V-Strom is a very comfortable place to sit. I like the geometry of my knees and found that it's an easy bike to ride either sitting or standing. The seat is good for anything up to about 200 kilometers, but if you plan to be in the saddle all day or for multiple days in a row like we did, then you may want to look into ways of making the seat a little softer. The rest of the ergonomics were great, however. The levers and bars were pretty much where I wanted them and all easy to adjust. Pillion accommodation is a little cramped with the pegs being up quite high, but it was fine for a short trip. The screen up front is adjustable but because of where the clasp is, you do need to get off the bike to adjust it. Not a major, and given the clasp is a massive silver buckle type thing, I'm guessing it was a design choice they chose to make. It would be nice to be able to adjust the height of the screen while riding, or at least from the saddle, but one bonus to the screen is it does have many, many notches, almost infinitely adjustable between the highest and the lowest setting. I would have liked the screen to go a little higher. Aesthetics. It's clear to see the Vstrom 1050 is styled after the DR Big of old, and clearly shows elements from the new Katana as well, with its square front headlight and small duckbill. In pictures, I felt the bike looked a little plastic, and a little meh, uninspiring. But in person, the aesthetics grew on me really quickly, and I found the red and white colour scheme to be rather striking. Lighting and gauges. We're talking LEDs all around on this puppy, and Suzuki have done a great job. The headlight is brilliantly bright and does a great job of lighting up the road. The tail light is super bright as well. The single colour LCD display does look a bit busy when you first get on the bike, but you'll soon work out where everything is and understand the simplistic controls and readouts. You have an up and down button as well as a menu button on the left hand switch gear. Interestingly though, you can't change your odometer trip or fuel consumption gauges while in cruise control mode. These buttons double as the set, increase and decrease speed controls. The bike scores well in the utility stakes. With its large rear grab handles, the Suzuki V-Strom is easy to manhandle around the driveway or garage. They're made from strong plastic composite and feel rather solid. The factory rear rack is also pretty handy. The handles and rack are one piece and held on with four 10mm bolts which are nice and easy to remove to install something like a Ventura rack. The rear seat is held down by a clasp which is released by the key and the main seat is held down by two allen key bolts. Suzuki also includes some larger spaces to raise the main seat, all housed in a form-fitting cutout under the pillion seat. Nice job Suzuki! The XT model I tested came with factory crash bars around the engine which stuck out a good amount. I could see them saving not only the engine but the plastics in a drop as well. I also loved how Suzuki chose to put a USB A port or a standard USB port on the left hand side of the display instead of a standard auxiliary power port. I think nine times out of ten you'll be charging your phone or GPS, so that's exactly what you need up there. There's also a standard cigarette lighter type auxiliary power port under the pillion seat. So there you have it the Suzuki V Strom 1050 XT. All things taken into account, It's an absolute win. Suzuki have chosen to refine an already winning design instead of rewriting the book. This means they could take all the things that people love and add more to it to make it better. The engine's been around for ages. Suzuki's just given it a few more cc's and cleaned up the emissions. As for the rest of the bike, they've refined the looks and tweaked the tech. They've made a good bike even better, and I was well impressed and for the roughly 19 k plus on-road cost they're retailing for currently, you could buy one, make a few minor modifications, and you'd still save a pretty penny over much of the competition. I've heard people say, adventure on a budget when it comes to Suzuki's V-Strom 1050, and I agree, but that's not a bad thing. Take away the negative connotations. If anything, it leaves more money in the bank for accessories, and to actually ride and enjoy the bike. Good work, Suzuki. If you get a chance to take the V-Strom 1050 out for a ride, do it. You will not be disappointed. Just quickly, guys, remember this podcast is brought to you this week by Ride Forever, your chance to pick up a $20 Ride Forever course. Usually they're $50. They're worth about $300. They're heavily subsidized, but $20, what a stocking stuffer idea. $20, get a Ride Forever course for a mate doesn't have to be for you, uh, and, and give it to them before Christmas Day. Seven out of ten riders say they uh, their Ride Forever course improved their skills. 99% of riders say they learned something for a ride from, a, from a Ride Forever course, and that 1%, they still had a blooming good day out on their bike, maybe even meeting some new mates. Uh, riders who attended a Ride Forever course are 27% less likely to crash and submitted a claim with ACC. Ride Forever courses are designed for for riders, by riders. Courses, 70% on-road, based uh, with a strong focus on learning how to read the road, Uh, positioning for the best view through the corner, riding through the corners, situational awareness, that sort of stuff. So nobody's going to sit there and tell you you don't know what you're doing, but you're going to have a blooming good day out, up to eight hours on the bike, riding some roads that you haven't ridden before. 20 bucks for a Ride Forever course. Go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas now as i mentioned todd and i we went and did that ride, right, and we were talking the whole time using the cardo PackTalk bold uh we were actually meant to get this review done uh, right back in july so uh apologies to cardo for um to, for, for delaying that but um The Cardo Packtalk Bold, it's a helmet-mounted Bluetooth communicator. The speakers in your helmet, so you can listen to your turn-by-turn navigation, music from your device, uh, talk to your pillion or other riders in your group. The Cardo Packtalk Bold is the only device in its class with an IP67 waterproof rating, meaning that you can safely keep it on your helmet in any weather. With speakers made by JBL, a company known for high quality, big sounding PA speakers, you know the sound quality is going to be good. Now let's run through some of the features. It's got an FM radio, Bluetooth to connect to your phone, to make phone calls, music, GPS navigation, voice control. That's integration with itself, with the Hey Cardo command. And you can talk to Siri with an Hey Siri or OK Google command. Also, you can ask it to turn the volume up or down while riding. Audio sharing is a thing. You can, uh, you can allow other writers in your group to listen to the music that you're listening to or you can just listen to the music and have other writers talk over it but they can't hear your music. Also there's a thing called DMC, Dynamic Mesh Connection. It's like the next generation of Bluetooth intercom. Where Bluetooth connections of yesteryear would drop in and out as you got too far apart, DMC is a self-healing network. So you set up a group, and as riders come into of range, they automatically join the group, uh, and DMC also has a better range, with Cardo touting a claimed 1,600 metres of range. Uh, 13 hours of, of talk time in that battery, and we, we maxed that out. We didn't have an, a single issue, didn't even get a low battery warning uh, on our ride, and we were riding for 7 to 10 hours a day. Uh, you can also charge while you ride, so you can continue using that device with a cable plugged into a battery bank or a USB on your uh, bike. The Cardo Pack Talk Bolt is also able to act as a bridge with other standard Bluetooth devices. So if you have a group of mates all running Cardos, and one is running a center, for example, then you pair that centre to the cardo and you can bring them in on that conversation. Of course, if you get too far away from that rider with the centre though and you're the one connected, they're going to drop out and you'll have to reconnect that. So those are all the features. How do you know a talk Bold unit actually stacks up in the real world? We took two of them, as I said, to the South Island for a three-day 1,000 kilometre trip. Uh, we encountered gravel, tar seals, sun, wind, rain... And this is what we found. First thing we noticed that the claimed 600 metres, 1600 metres of range was a little bit off and you would expect it to be. I mean, that's in perfect conditions. Uh, we got about 900 metres line of sight on a nice clear day. Still pretty good for our little two person convoy. If you have more people in the convoy, it'll go further because it kind of you know, piggybacks the, uh, the signal up the chain. The charging dock or port on the, the uh, PackTalk bolt is a micro USB and this day and age I'd love to see it become a USB-C, that would be awesome and Cardo's probably going to go that way sooner or later, maybe with the next uh, next iteration of the device, it hasn't been updated in a few years, but for now you do need to remember to carry a different cable or an adapter of some description. Now, I took two wall socket USB-A plugs, you know, your standard USB phone charging plugs, and just two cables. I took a USB-C and the micro USB, and I was pretty sorted. Battery life as I mentioned was brilliant, all day rideable, no dramas whatsoever, didn't even get a low battery warning between us. Just remember to plug that Cardo Packtalk Bold unit into the power at your accommodation when you get there uh, and I found it you know a rule of thumb was to do it as soon as I got there that way I knew it was going to be charged for the next day and I wasn't freaking out in the morning because I hadn't plugged it in. Sound quality, those JBL speakers really do improve the sound. Uh, and, and it's a great experience using the PackTalk Bold. Music's fantastic, voice is pretty good. I found anything up to 80 kilometres an hour, perfect. Could hear a pin drop. Anything above 80 kilometres an hour, usable, but did have to pump that volume up to have a decent conversation. Brilliant, brilliant though for do we go left or right here, or should we go down this road, that sort of thing. No dramas. I love the ability to stream podcasts and music from my phone while riding as well. This makes perfect sense in a commuting sense uh it's a very strong case for using a Packtalk bold here uh, there is a load of flexibility with voice commands and uh, a connection to your smartphone so you can make calls answer calls deal with siri ask for weather information traffic and all that sort of stuff uh, and while paired with other writers you can enjoy your own my own music or share that music with other people which is ace uh, i'd love to go on a road trip with my wife and and basically get her to be the dj uh, when you do get your your device, your PacTalk bold, remember though to change the language from English US to English UK. So those voice commands work you know to put on a fake American accent. Also, sign up to the Cardo newsletters so you get notifications of new software updates. Cardo are always working to improve the software in their gear uh, and it, it's a nice touch. It means that something you bought two years ago is still up to date. It's not being replaced. They're not asking for more money for a new device. They're continually releasing updates for the, the piece of gear you bought however many years ago. Did I mention that the packdork Boulders is ip67 rated no it is the only one in the class that is waterproof other ones they may be waterproof but they haven't got the rating which means if your cardo dies cardo will send you a new one absolutely free if it dies from water no other manufacturer will do that uh, there's been tests there's tests all over the internet of people who have dunked their cardos in a glass of water uh, and it's fine it's still running a couple of days later So that's enough raving about it. There's not much else I can say apart from the Cardo Pack Talk Bold is my go-to for riding. I'd be lost without it. I couldn't do my commuting without it. Uh, It's it's just brilliant. It's got massive functionality. It's got manufacturer backup. Go Cardo, they're awesome. You can get your own Cardo from the MotoGear.nz website, MotoGear.co.nz. Ask them by name from your local bike shop. They're a little bit pricey, about 600 bucks each. Get a double pack for about 1100 but they're well worth it. Mine's 18 months old now, still functions as it did. When it came out of the box, you won't be disappointed. If you want to see photos, but more information, go to MotoNZ.com. And that about wraps up the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Love to hear from you with your feedback your story ideas or maybe you've just bought a new bike or been out for a ride let us know podcast at kiwirider.co.nz is the email address you can get a hold of us on facebook or instagram as well or even on tiktok pumping out the videos there uh websites go and check out on for the latest in news MotoNZ.com for the latest in news and reviews and uh, the latest kiwi rider magazine is out at kiwirider.co.nz as well Share this podcast with a writing buddy of yours. I've been Ray here, and this is Kiwi Writer Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you in seven days' time. Hey team, just before I let you go, I want to remind you to go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas and pick yourself up, you or somebody you know, a Ride Forever course for just twenty dollars. Right now, if you go to that website, you'll pick up a voucher for a $20 Ride Forever course that can be cashed in for any of the courses, bronze, silver, gold, probably even a, an urban rider course if you if you want to go that way. Uh, but getting on a Ride Forever course for 20 bucks and spend a full day out riding with some like-minded individuals, you might even make some mates, the opportunity to uh, check out some places you haven't been before, and... What better way to kick off the summer riding season? Learn from the best in New Zealand. You know, 99% of riders say they learn something from a Ride Forever course. 7 out of 10 riders said their course improved their riding skills. But hurry, this offer is only available until Christmas Day 2021. Sorry if you're listening to this podcast after the fact. Go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas and and get a Ride Forever course for $20. Maybe you could get that for your mate. Get it for a riding buddy. Even if you don't want to do one yourself, get one for somebody else. Help them out. Maybe get it for your wife. Get it for your cousin. Get it for your brother, your sister, your mum, your dad, whatever. Go to rideforever.co.nz forward slash Christmas. Get a Ride Forever course for 20 bucks. Best 20 bucks you'll ever spend, I reckon. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And thanks to Ride Forever for keeping us free and on the air.